in December, the Lord spoke to my heart, go get a body, soul, and spirit checkup. And so I did that. And um, so I went to my doctor, and they did all the stuff and poked and did and listened and everything, and it turns out I'm going to live for another week or so. And then my soul, Brock, put me up on the rack for two hours and went through the labyrinth that is the chaos of my emotional and mental life. Turns out I'm half sane. Right, Brock? Brock, am I okay? He said, he did say, I need you to come back quite a bit more, but whatever that means. But I got my soul checked up, and it was nice. Then my spirit, Dennis Turner, uh, got in my face, and I invited him to do that for two hours and went after me spiritually. And it was, uh, it was a good time. It was, it was good and intense, and he was mostly nice. And then he went after me. I don't know if I said this last week. Did I say this last week? But this may shock some of you. And I, don't want, I just want you to just so it doesn't take your breath away a little bit, you know, with the shock of it. But turns out I've got some control issues. That, that's what was revealed in this deal. So I'm in the process of repenting of that a little bit. And I have been, and the Lord's been dealing with me. Uh, Dennis said it very strong. I thought a little too strong, but whatever. I love him. Um, but he was really loving me and serving me. And he asked me in the middle of it, as spirit-led Dennis does, my brother who's been prophet- walking with me for four years in the prayer movement, he didn't want to just tell me stuff and go after me. He also uh, led me to the Lord. And so he said, uh, uh, I'm glad we've said these things. We've unveiled some things. But would you wait before the Lord right now and ask him what he might say to you? And so I did that in his office, in the middle of this, him going after my heart. I waited before the Lord, particularly around I had just cried about my lack of surrender. I want deeper surrender the opposite of the control stuff, you know. And I want less fear and more faith. And he had led me through this, and it was a good tender moment. And so I put my head down, and I wait before the Lord, and he's being quiet over there and okay with it being awkward. And we wait, and I clearly, clearly in my mind's eye, have a vision of me taking off Saul's armor and handing it to my father, and my father handing with, I, I could see his two hands, one, a little slingshot with a little bag with five stones in it and a little shepherd's outfit. And, he, and he, he handed them toward me and said, this is enough, son. This is enough. And I was like, ah. Oh. I was taking off Saul's armor, which if you read it, was just like Goliath's armor, head of bronze, uh, it, was a, it was an armor of scale or mail is what it's called, and it was a bunch of scales. And it was all from the world and rooted in the world. And if you look at Saul's uh, kingship, it was filled with pride and fear. Pride and fear. And so I felt the Lord inviting me, and I'm saying this to you because I want to inflict my pain upon you too. And I felt compelled. I wasn't going to share this. But I feel compelled and had a little vision in my inner man of a bunch of you sitting in here with Saul's armor on you. And when I think Saul's armor means, you remember David came in and said, hey, I'll do it. I'll go. Nobody would go. 40 days, a guy taunting, taunting, taunting. Well, give me one and we'll do it. We'll have a showdown. And then you're right, and nobody go down. You got a whole army of trained warriors and Saul with his armor and he won't go out there. And so David's offended just bringing cheese to him. And he's offended by this deal. And he says, I'll go. 
I, the, the, the lions and the bears came and tried to take the sheep. I would literally chase them down, grab them by the hair, and kill them. So I'll do this. I'll go out there because who is this uncircumcised Philistine to speak against the armies of the living God? His, his confidence wasn't in himself, it seems. It was like, are you serious? This guy's going down. He's offending the armies of Yahweh. And so after he tells Saul that, Saul's like, okay, that seems ridiculous. You're young and not even trained, but let's do it. Here, put my armor on. And when he put the armor on, he was putting on David what he had wore in his own life. He wasn't getting David in his own clothes. He was putting on David his own stuff. I just wonder how much stuff from other people or the world you got on you. I wonder what you're wearing and dragging around that's not an armor befit for the assignment that you have in your lives. Because I'm telling you, the enemy, if he can't get you to not go to war, what he's going to try to do is shift your armor and get you in something. David puts it on. You remember, he, gets, he, gets, he has an engagement with it, but he says, I can't, it's, I haven't tested these things. I'm sure the, the sword was too heavy. The, I don't know, who knows? The bronze helmet, he had never wore a bronze helmet probably. He never wore this armor stuff. He's wearing this thing. Saul was tall. David was probably whatever. You know, it's dragging the ground. You say, I'm gonna go out in this. You can picture it. But he knew something's off. I can't move in my lane and do the assignment I've got to do against a Goliath wearing that stuff. I just wonder what stuff you're wearing. Because here's what I know. I know that I know that I know you're all gonna face Goliaths. You have faced them and they're coming again and they're gonna march out and they're gonna mock you. They're gonna mock you, they're gonna mock you and say, come on, let's do it, let's have a showdown. I don't know what it is. Is it lust, is it fear, is it finance, is it whatever? I don't know. You know what it is. But you gotta be wearing the right armor. Because the only way you're gonna attack that thing, the only way you're gonna have victory over that thing is that you're in what God gives you. So Sammy, boy, back to me and pardon me talking about myself, but I, I've tried to put some stuff on that other people put on me or handed me or thought or expectations that people put on me. And I get it, and it just doesn't fit. It doesn't, I haven't tested it. And it's awkward moving around in it. Particularly some funky stuff I put on myself, which is pride and fear. I don't know if you remember the kingship of Saul, but Saul's sins seem less than David's. Has anybody noticed that? Here's what Saul did. Saul kept extra sheep for religious services when he wasn't supposed to. I'll give you that. He disobeyed. But he kept it for a religious service so he could worship more and sacrifice more. And then another time, he wouldn't wait till Samuel got there. And Samuel was running late. He was on prophet time. You know how that is. And he went, ah, I got to do the sacrifice because I want God's favor. That's Saul's sins. David, adultery, murder, census that kills 70,000 people, the consequences of it. I mean, it's ridiculous what goes on with David. But David repents fast, has a heart after God, and stays in the favor of the Lord. You don't want what Saul's wearing. What Saul was wearing was religious fear and pride. Saul's wearing what Job was wearing. Job at the end of Job is a different Job than the Job at the beginning of Job, you understand? Job's a righteous man, he's blameless, but Job is actually sacrificing animals and doing all kinds of religious things just in case he didn't know about some sins his kids were doing. That's not motivated from a love and a heart that's trusting God, that's motivated from fear. Many of us are wearing fear. Fear of what people think 
fear about what we won't accomplish. And we've got that stuff on us. I've had that stuff on me. And I felt like what the Lord was doing with me, and I want to say to you, as you meditate and think about this, is are you wearing something that someone else put on you, or are you willingly let it be put on you? That's not the fit for your assignment and your war. When I sat there, I, by the grace of God, was taking my junk off. It's like, I'm done. I want to be done with this. Now, have I battled with that since I met with Dennis in that office? Yes. But I took off that armor. I saw myself do it. It was just the, the vision. It was like media. I, didn't, I never even really saw it on me. I just saw myself going, I didn't, there it is, Saul's armor. And it was so clear how he leaned in to me, leaned in, little, little slingshot, little, little shepherd's outfit. This is enough, son. And I know what that meant is he's all the power and going to do it. And if he's guiding the trajectory of the stone, it's going to get right to the forehead of my enemy. But it meant that I have not thought that's enough. That's what it meant. He, it's not being mean to me, but he's not, he's not always saying, these stones will take care of what you got to do and this little bit of stuff. That's right. Weakness and I'll manifest my power. But what he's saying is you've operated under a mentality that the stuff I've been giving you is not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough to do what I've called you to do. You're functioning under a sense of insecurity, a sense of less than, and you're having to borrow and steal from other people's graces and callings. And you're wearing something I never asked you to wear. Does that make sense to anybody? I bet I'm not the only one in this room that's done those kind of things. The body of Christ needs set loose to wear the armor that's made for the battle that you're called to. You're all going to face Goliaths. It's not really about whether it's an armor of mail and a bronze helmet or it's a shepherd's deal and a little slingshot. I, I, it doesn't, it's not about the, the, the material. It's about what's fitted for you. And I'm going to ask you now just to respond in your heart and to think about and let the Holy Spirit search you and you can meditate about this much later. But have you let some junk be put on you? Words of man, expectation in your own heart, you set a trajectory for success or some idea that he never put in you that wasn't a prophetic vision. I wonder what's going on with you. I just wonder if there's some of you that need to take some stuff off and hand it back to the Father. And I promise you, he will hand you exactly what you need. And you'll probably be shocked to go, oh, I always had this. I don't need to talk better, faster, smarter, stronger. I need to be who I am, made in the Father, fully accepted, walk down and war in a different way. And I can't stop this without going off on, this is one of my favorite stories of the Bible. Does everybody know what David did? You all know it. It's just got so much moxie on it. <laughs> Here comes Goliath, 40th day. Here comes the little shepherd's boy walking down into the vet. They're all up on hills coming down. He's mocking and cussing and cursing. I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna kill you. And then David, non-intimidated, runs to the battle line and says, you come against me, help me, with javelin and spear and with sword, but I come against you what? In the name of the Lord of the armies of God, I the host, the Lord of hosts, I'm, I'm coming at you with that, and here's what's going to happen, he begins to prophesy. 
His weapon's not a sword or a javelin. His weapon is the words in his mouth and the faith in his heart. I'm gonna kill you. In fact, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna cut your head off. I, I mean, he didn't even have to go into the details. He goes into the detail. I'm gonna kill you. And I'm not even sure. I wonder if David knew. Maybe he knew. I'm gonna sling a slingshot. The first stone, bam, gonna hit his head. I don't know. But he's going down there. He's got a little pouch. He's flopping. <laughs> and he's a teenage boy. Pubescent voice. I, I picture his voice squeaking when he say, but whatever. He's prophesying, and his weapon is the word of the Lord. His weapon is the name of God, his faith, and the word of the Lord. And he's saying, you're coming down. And I'm going to cut your head off, and he doesn't have a sword. But David doesn't need a sword, does he, anybody? Why does he not need a sword? Because Goliath's got a sword. You don't need a sword when your enemy's got the sword on it. His weapon wasn't Saul's sword. His weapon was the sword of the Lord. It was the word of the Lord. And I'm going to move into this in a moment. This is all going to kind of tie together, I think. But I wonder how much prophesying you're doing to your enemies. We're not doing enough prophesying to our enemies. We need to be telling them the truth. And the truth is, they're coming down. The truth is that Jesus has all authority in heaven and earth. Even death has been conquered in him. They're coming down. It may not be Thursday. It might not be Sunday. It might not be next month, but they're coming down. Because victory is our inheritance. Everybody with me? Sammy's worked up right now. This is a good story. I just see that little teenager running toward a giant, skilled warrior, and prophesying his destiny. That's something else. And I wonder how you're doing. Are you prophesying to your Goliaths? Because you got them. They're coming. The addiction can't stand against the name of Jesus. Listen, the late night lust cannot stand against the name of Jesus. You'll fall every time. You'll fall every time. He'll never, ever fall. And so we prophesy to it. When's the last time you did that? Didn't just grit your teeth, I'm going to fight this thing, I'm going to try. Why don't you start prophesying to this? You're done. A purity is my inheritance. I have eyes for only wife. I have eyes. And you're coming down. The power you had on me, is, is, it's over in Christ. Is that, what do you think about that? Fear, no longer are you going to haunt me. I'm a man of faith. And I'm coming, you're coming down, I'm going to cut your head off. That takes something because you hadn't cut its head off yet and it's got the sword. And so I'm asking you all to think afresh again about where you're at, what you're wearing, and how you're warring. That's the deal. Look, that would have been a cool title. What are you wearing and how are you warring? What are you, are you wearing what he's handed to you and he says it's enough? And are you warring by the sword and the word of the Lord? And not Saul's. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Whatever that deposit was, take it deep into our inner man and let a fresh courage rise that's not built in our ability but rooted in the accomplishment of Jesus Christ, gone through a cross, raised up out of a grave, sitting in the heavenly realms with all authority. We thank you for all that you've accomplished for us. I'm asking now for a fresh work of sanctification in this room. 
If anybody's wearing anything they should not be wearing, may this be a day of disrobing, metaphorically speaking, taking the junk off that never we were supposed to wear. The hero, the, gosh, Lord, break all that stuff off of us. Take Saul's armor off of us and let us hear that it's enough from you about what you've given us. In Jesus' name, amen.